When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, Don Amici and Francis Langford in Philip Rapp's creation, The Bickersons. Every morning it's the same. Rush, rush, rush. Get up at seven, make breakfast for you, then clear the things away, straighten the house, Make the bed, do the shopping, do the laundry. Why can't I have a maid, John? John. Hmm? Well, why don't you answer me, John? Hmm? You take your head out of that paper for a minute, you hear what I'm saying. Always hear what you're saying, Blanche. You do not. I as well be talking to a stone wall. Your mind is always a million miles away. Hmm? John. Hmm? I've been signed to go 15 rounds with Floyd Patterson at the Madison Square Garden. Hmm? Yesterday, the plumber found a Russian spy under the bathroom sink. Mm hmm. I put a nice big gob of poison in your juice this morning. Mm. Give me $7 to buy a new hat. You don't need a new hat. The funny thing. The minute I mention money, you hear me fine. I always hear you, Blanche. What did you say? I said, why can't I have a maid? You had a maid. Yes, but how long was she with us? She was never with us. She was against us from the start. I didn't like her anyway. She never swept behind the door. She did, too. She swept everything behind the door. The house was like a pigsty. Now, don't slow me down, Blanche. i got to get out of here. Well, what about your breakfast? What about it? It's sitting right in front of you, and you never even looked at it. I looked at it. I don't want to eat it. Well, what's the matter with it? I never saw such stringy oatmeal in my life. That's not oatmeal. It's chow mein. Chow mein? <laughs> Who eats chow mein for breakfast? Well, I don't know what to give you. You won't eat normal breakfast food. You turn up your nose at stewed rabbit. You say you can't stand the sight of enchiladas. And you hate meatballs and spaghetti. What can I give you for breakfast? What's the matter with an egg, Blanche? An egg. That's all. Why can't I have an egg? There's plenty of ducks walking around. <laughs> You're the only man in town who eats duck eggs. I don't know where to buy them. Don't buy them. I don't like to eat breakfast. I never have an appetite in the morning anyway. Where's my hat? In the icebox. Where's my lunch? In your hat. Very funny. John Dickerson, what's that cat doing in the icebox? I don't know. I could have sworn I put him out last don't look at me like that. Maybe he crawled up the drain pipe. Anyway, he ate all my lunch. Then you better get out of I tell you, I don't want that stuff. Well, what'll I do with it? Give it to the cat. You hate that cat, don't you? I don't hate anybody. That's the mail. Get it, will you, Blaine? I have to do everything around here. Eat your chow mein. Chow mein for breakfast. Give me a cap. Here. 
Here's a nice dish of food for you. Here. Go ahead. Eat it. Don't let any get on the floor. Eat it. Go on, eat it. Don't bury it in your sandwich. Let me have that plate. Uh, any mail, Blanche? Bill, Bill, Bill. What's this package from Kentucky, John? Why, it's a pint of bourbon. Give me that. That's my dividend. I belong to the Bottle of the Month Club. You and that bourbon. No wonder we never have any money. What are you going to do with it, John? I'm going to hide it in a safe place. We should put a light in this bathroom. Kill that bathroom. Oh, my bourbon. My shirt is all wet. I hope it's blood. Get up off your knees and stop licking the floor. Now, what do I do for a shirt? Wear the one I made for you. It's a lovely shirt. It isn't lovely and I won't wear it. Hasn't even got a shirt tail. You don't need a shirt tail. Just wear your pants higher. I can't wear them any higher. Where are my pants so high now I have to unzip them to blow my nose? Well, I'll buy you a new shirt today. You can wear it at the wedding. What wedding? Now, here's the invitation. My cousin Eunice is getting married. Eunice? Uncle Raffy's daughter. Uncle Raffy? Is that the one with no forehead who walks on his knuckles? He does not walk on his knuckles. He just has very long arms. He used to be a taffy puller. I'm not going to any broken down wedding of your cheap relatives. Uncle Raffy's not cheap. He's a very wealthy man now, and he's invited all the guests to go on a cruise after the ceremony. A cruise? Why don't we get them for a present, John? Forget the present and forget the wedding. I'm not going boat or no boat. <laughs> Goodbye, Blanche. i got to get to the office. Now, wait a minute. What's your rush this morning? You're not that vital, you know. I know it, but I don't want them to find out down at the office. job isn't so easy to come by these days. Well, we should find something more dignified anyway. What do you mean, dignified? I'm getting paid. That's all I care about. Well, I don't like to go around telling people I'm married to a billiard ball salesman. Bowling ball. All right, bowling ball. I still think you could do better if you looked around. Goodbye, Blanche. John? What's the matter? Why, <laughs> way to leave. Haven't you forgotten something? Handkerchiefs, cigarettes, water blanks, samples. No, I got everything. I mean, is that the way a man says goodbye to his wife? Just goodbye? Oh, honey, I can't shake hands with you now. <laughs> I got my fingers stuck in these bowling balls. Oh, goodbye. Listening to that whining and snoring and rasping. 
been going on for three hours. I wish you could hear it. I hear it. Must be that fat guy in the next step. <laughs> it's fat guy at all. It's you. You've been snoring like a man who's choking to death. Not me. Never snore. <laughs> you snored so loud they stopped the boat twice. What for? Well, they thought the bilge pumps were clogged with seaweed. <laughs> Go to sleep, don't you? Sorry, I came on this trip. I could cry. Why did you make me go? I made you go. You were the one who didn't want to offend your cousin Eunice. I thought you said she was wealthy, Blanche. She is. She's heir to her father's steamship line. She's a hostess on a live bait boat. Line <laughs> honeymoon cruise on a fishing scow. I still say it was nice of her to invite us. What do you mean, invite us? They're charging us four dollars a couple. We have to bring our own rooms. Well, it was a beautiful wedding, and Eunice looked lovely. Lovely. First time I ever saw a bride with a crew haircut. Wonder <laughs> you saw anything, the way you strapped yourself to the bar. <laughs> Don't worry. I saw you with that bunch of no-good friends of yours making fun of the ceremony. You and your jokes about matrimony. Oh, put up. You're a fine one to talk about matrimony. You don't even know the meaning of the word. It's not a word. It's a sentence. <laughs> Too bad about you. I suppose you told those roughnecks I forced you into this marriage. Did I ever run after you? Blanche, I want to sleep. Answer me. Didn't you hang around my house night after night bringing flowers and candy and heaven only knows what? Did I ever run after you? Listen, a mouse trap doesn't run after a mouse, but a cat <laughs> How can you say such terrible things? I did everything I could to discourage you, and you know it. Did I accept you the first time you proposed? No. Why not? Because you weren't there. <laughs> I knew it. There's somebody else. Oh, Blanche, there's nobody else. I've been a trusting fool all these years. You stopped loving me the day you married me. That wasn't the day at all. What? I mean, I never stopped. Good night. And it's true, you don't love me. Blanche, I love you. What do you want from me? Why do you scream so? Why can't you tell me you love me nice and quiet? Go on, say it. I love you nice and quiet. Satisfied? No, I'm not. Listen, do I ever ask you to tell me you love me? Do I? Well, maybe things would be a lot better if you did. Why don't you ask me, just once in a while? All right, do you love me? No. <laughs> That'll teach you not to take so much for granted. Blanche, will you settle down so we both can get a little sleep? I don't see how you can sleep at all on this thing, the way it pitches and tosses. I can sleep fine if you'll only let me. Well, I won't let you unless you promise not to snore anymore. Oh, Blanche, can I help it if I snore? Yes, you can. Dr. Hersey says you snore because you have a long uvula and it flutters against your palate. What about the lights? He says he can cure it in his office with a very simple operation. Why don't you let him fix it? I'll let him fix it when we get home. You say it, but you won't do it. Do it now. What? Go on. Get up and let Dr. Hersey pull out your uvula. Are you out of your mind, Blanche? In the first place, it's four o'clock in the morning. In the second place, we're in the middle of the ocean. And in the third place, I'm not going to let that medical feet pack on my uvula. He has a hockey snare. I don't care if he knocks it off with a hockey stick. Nobody is going to lay a hand on my uvula. Now put out the lights. In a minute. Blanche, what are you doing? I have to get ready for bed, don't I? You've been in bed for three hours. Every night you clean your elbows, spray your chin, roll your neck. This one I try to get some sleep. 
Put out the lights. I haven't finished my face yet. Your face is finished. <laughs> no, it isn't. I have to let this grease pack set for ten minutes, otherwise it has no effect. Grease pack? It's guaranteed to make you beautiful in five treatments. And this is my fourth. It is, huh? Yes. Boy, that fifth treatment must be a pit. <laughs> Too bad about you, John Dickerson. Maybe your other girlfriends don't have to use face cream. I had to open my big mouth. What a fool I am. I go through torture to look good for you, and you reward me with insult. What torture? I just wish you had to spend a whole day on a permanent wave machine or have your eyebrows done. Why do you have to wave your eyebrows? I don't wave my eyebrows. I have them plucked. What for? Because it sets off my eyes and improves the lines of my face. Your eyes are offset enough, and you've got plenty of lines in your face. You don't have to pluck your eyebrows for me. Yes, I do. You do not. I like them the way they are, nice and bushy. A left-handed compliment if I ever heard one. Well, I'm left-handed. Throw away that stuff and let me get some sleep. I notice you never complain about Gloria Gooseby's makeup. Ooh, now don't start with Gloria Gooseby. She has to struggle out of 12 pounds of cosmetics before you can even get close to her. I always get close to her and she never struggles. What? We hate the sight of Gloria Gooseby and you know it. Then why do you always stare at her? I never stare at her. Not much. You made an absolute fool of yourself the way you followed her around to the wedding tonight. It was a crazy dress she was wearing. That strapless thing with the two big buttons on it. buttons. Those were your eyes. <laughs> now, I'll bet I can have ten men tagging after me if I can afford the clothes she wears. Your clothes are better than hers. That's what you say. If you want to know something, the dress she wore tonight had a big rip in it. Oh, you were seeing things. Yeah, but she wore it just the same. <laughs> How much longer are you going to be, Blanche? I must get a few minutes sleep. I'm finished now. Good night, John. Good night. Wouldn't hurt you to kiss me goodnight, you know. It hurts. <laughs> Funny how eight years of marriage can change a man. <laughs> Before we were married, you'd stand in my living room every night and pucker your lips the minute I came in. Why don't you do it now, John? Because I'm too pooped to pucker. <laughs> Just stop yapping for one minute, Blanche. Well, I have to talk about something or I'll go out of my mind. Why does this thing rock so much? I don't know. I'm getting scared, John. Where are we supposed to land? Yesterday afternoon. I'll be surprised if we get there at all. But suppose the boat sinks, John. Oh, it won't sink. But suppose it does. Then it'll sink. Well, I can't swim. Will you save me? Yes, I'll save you. Why? Look, Blanche, I've got a terrible neuritis in my legs. All I want to do is lie quietly so it doesn't pain too much. Who told you to get neuritis? Nobody told me to get neuritis. Serves you right for catching fish in your shorts. I didn't catch fish in my shorts. I used a rod. And if you just... What was that, John? I guess it was a wave. Must be a pretty rough sea. John? Hmm? I don't feel so good. Lie still. Will you tell me what to do if I get seasick? It won't be necessary. You'll do it. <laughs> Open it close in here, John. And this is the most uncomfortable thing I ever slept in. Are you comfortable? Hmm. Why don't you change with me? Oh, please, Blanche. I purposely sacrificed my own comfort just so you wouldn't squat. I took this bed with only one mattress. I gave you my pillow. What more do you want? I want to change. I'm not comfortable. You are, too. There's nothing in the world more comfortable than a hammer. <laughs> it swings too much. I keep rolling back and forth. 
Well, tie your feet to the wall. There isn't even any room to turn over. Why did you have to put your fishing tackle up here? It won't fit on the floor. I don't see why I should have to sleep with a 55-pound halibut. Wouldn't get it off of the hook, and you know it. Besides, it isn't a halibut. It's a white sea bass. I don't care if it's a mackerel. I'm not going to have it in my hammock. It bothers me. It can't bother you. It's been dead for 11 hours. <laughs> Turn the fish over on his side and go to sleep. No, you change places with me. Lance, you're just being contrary. You know as well as I do, it's more restful than a hammock. There's more air. And it's ten times as good as this bed. You'll only suffer down here. I don't mind suffering. Well, I do. I'm not going to get up there. And throw this fish out. What are you saving it for? I told you I want to take it home and stuff it. Now settle down and go to sleep. No, you're going to change places with me or I'll keep talking all night. Okay, well, that's a change. Well, help me down. Come on. All right. So now you got the bed. How do you climb into this darn thing? Won't stop swinging. They can't get my other leg in. Blanks out! Are you hurt? Your face is all cold and clammy. Your mouth is cut from ear to ear. John, speak to me. I'm up here. That's a sea bag. Why do you scare me like that? Get this fish out of my bed. He's used to you, Blanche. Leave him alone. John? Hmm. I gotta have some water. Quick. What's the matter with you? I'm getting squeamish again. Poor John, I need air. She needs water. She needs air. You want me to check your oil, too? No, be funny. I can hardly breathe. Well, reach up and open the porthole. Porthole? What porthole? That little round thing with the iron handle. Is that a porthole? I thought it was a wall safe. Well, I hope you didn't put any valuables in it. No. Just those eight bottles of liniment. Liniment? Blacks, those bottles were full of bourbon. You threw them in the ocean. Oh, why did you do that? It serves you right for trying to camouflage the stuff. I wondered why that school of sardines was chasing that shark. Why bourbon? Oh, now I'm really sick. Somebody's at the door. Open it, John. That's the last straw. Sick as I am. I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. What happened? I forgot I was in the hammock. What do you want? You better hurry and get dressed, mister. What for? There's a big run of barracuda off the port bow. Well, let them run. I'm not fishing anymore. Well, most of the passengers are up on deck and they use up all my squid. Would you let us cut up your sea bass for bait? Go ahead and take it. There it is on the bunk. It's the one without the nightgown. <laughs> Thanks a lot. If you want breakfast, you'll have to come and get it now. There won't be any more food served until we get it. Sure. Oh, go away. <laughs> what a... Threw away $35 on a wedding gift. I'm losing two days' pay. I'm sick as a dog. And you won't let me sleep. Only one thing to do. John, where are you going with that fishing rod? I'm going fishing. At 4 o'clock in the morning, you're going fishing for barracuda? Barracuda, nothing. I'm going to try and catch my bird. <laughs> Good night, guys. Here are Don Amici and Francis Langford as John and Blanche Dickerson in The Honeymoon is Over. The Dickersons have retired. Poor husband John, a chronic insomniac and suffering from Grunter's disease, struggles during an acute attack of his ailment. 
While Blanche Dickerson attempts to describe his symptoms over the phone to Dr. Hersey. Listen. This is worse than ever, Dr. Hersey. Can't you come over? Mrs. Dickerson, it's almost three o'clock. I'm sure his condition isn't critical. I'll come over in the morning. But he might recover by morning. I wouldn't want that to happen. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. I'll carry the phone into the bedroom and you can hear what John's going through. Tell people I forced you into this marriage. 
Did I ever run after you? Blanche, I want to sleep. I did everything I could to discourage you, and you know it. Did I accept you the first time you proposed? No. Why not? Because you weren't there. <laughs> you wouldn't have the nerve to propose to anybody else. You sure took advantage of my innocence and youth. Oh, don't give me that you stuff. You were no chicken. I must have been, or I never would have picked up a worm like you. <laughs> Go to sleep. It's a different story now, isn't it? Never a kind word. Never a sign of affection. Never a good night kiss. And to think you used to kiss me every time I turned around. I never kissed you when you turned around. <laughs> I've been a trusting fool all these years. I should have known you don't love me, and you never did. I did, too. I mean, I do, too. <laughs> you don't. You don't. You don't. Oh, Blanche, I love you. You're lying. I swear you love me. I hope I drown in a pool of bourbon if I'm lying. <laughs> There's the answer to all our problems. You think more of a bottle of bourbon than you do of me. Uh, it's true, isn't it, John? What's true? You're in love with a bottle of bourbon. Oh, for heaven's sake. No, I'm saying I can stand the truth. Just give it to me straight. It's better with soda. <laughs> You know you indulge more than it is absolutely necessary. No other wife would put up with a thing like that. Now, just a minute, Blanche. I resent that. I don't care. You're going to accuse me of being selfish or inconsiderate or anything else. But drinking is not one of my failures. No, it's one of your few successes. <laughs> That's not true. I don't drink more than any six men you know. Why you crack me into that? Only reason I use bourbon is because the doctor prescribed it. He said I would stop snoring if I took a jigger of bourbon and two aspirin every night. That's not what you do, though. Yes, it is. It is not. You're six months behind on the aspirin and two years ahead on the bourbon. <laughs> well, aspirin gives me a headache. <laughs> You've got to listen to me, John. We'd get along beautifully if you'd think of me once in a while. If there's an extra dollar in the house, it goes for your pleasure. Yes, sir, yes, yes. Only two weeks ago, you had your life insured for $10,000. What about it? You're always thinking of yourself. So, now what kind of idiotic talk is that, Blanche? If I die, you get the 10000 You know perfectly well you have no intention of dying. You only got your life insured to tantalize me. I'll drop dead in the morning. You say it, but you won't do it. Blanche, what's the matter with you? You realize what you're saying? I'm sorry. I didn't mean it that way. I'm sorry. Well, that's okay. Just calm down. Try to get some sleep. I can't sleep. I'm too upset. You can't stand the sight of me, can you, John? I can stand it fine. I'd like to hear you talk that way to Gloria Goose. Don't start with Gloria Goose. Anybody could look pretty with the money she spends on clothes. Every time her husband wants a kiss, he has to buy her a dress. Believe me, you're lucky you've got a cheap wife like me. Oh. If you were married to Gloria Goosby, you'd have to pay her for kissing. I'm not married to her, and I get them for nothing. <laughs> I mean, I hate Gloria Goosby, and I'm going on your blanket. If I ever hear you mention her name again, I'll... That's I... right, hit me. You've done everything else. Uh, Blanche, will you please put out the lights? I have to get up so early in the morning. Good night. Are you angry, John? No, I'm just sick. You hate me? You know I do. What? I, mean, I don't hate you. Blanche, what's the matter with you tonight? 
tonight. What have you done? I've been so upset I forgot to give you something that came for you yesterday. A letter? Special delivery and registered. It was addressed to you and marked strictly personal and private. Oh. What did it say? <laughs> you needn't be so snide about it, John. I wouldn't have read it, but I accidentally steamed it open while I was pouring myself a cup of tea. <laughs> I want to read it right now. Put the lights on and give it to me. Oh, all right. Here it is. Oh, from the government. Good night, John. Mr. John Bickerson, sir, in checking your return for 1946, we find you have overpaid your tax. And close, find check for $76.50 to cut. Well, say, what a break. I finally... Blanche. Uh. Where's the check? Uh. Don't act creepy now. What did you do with my $76? I bought a beautiful Evans handbag. It's shark skin, trimmed with snake skin, and it matches my calf skin shoes. $76 for a shark skin snake? Take it back. Take it back. You hear me? Oh, stop screaming. How could you squander my hard-earned money like this? I deny myself everything. I've been cutting the straps off your old garter belts and wearing them for both times. <laughs> I had my feet half-sold in a blacksmith just to save on shoes. <laughs> I don't even break my bourbon anymore. I just lick the label and stick my nose in a light bulb. I don't spend a nickel on myself. You bought a new watch chain yesterday. What watch chain? The zipper came off my pants. <laughs> you get that money back, you hear me? How can you do that, John? You didn't buy me anything for our anniversary. Can I keep it clean? No. Please? Oh, what's the use? Can I keep the bag, John? How oh, I slave and sweat to keep body and soul together. Deprive myself of every tiny luxury to try and make both ends meet. It isn't worth it. One fell swoop, she squanders two years' savings. <laughs> what has man got to live for? Wish I had the courage to. Maybe I will. Life means nothing anymore. There's one thing to do. John! 